What's up, everybody? And welcome to Pillow Talk, Moment with the Mowgli's. I am Johnny Mowgli Jr. And I'm Deidre Mowgli. And we are an ordinary couple. With extraordinary purpose. So we're going to dive right in. Probably wondering what we're doing and what this is about. We just wanted to take time to share our life with, with the world. And we're going to start, we're going to dive right in and start with who we are. Um, who, who am I? Who are you? You want me to go first? Sure. Who, who are you? Um, I'm Deidre, as I stated earlier. I'm your wife. What else you read? <laughs> I'm your wife of 27 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have five of your beautiful daughters. You sure do. Yep. I'm a grandmother. You sure are. To four boys. You're Gigi. Yeah, I'm Gigi. Four mm-hmm. boys and one and one beautiful little girl. I'm a worshiper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, like you said, just here to share our marriage, share our testimony, share our thoughts and views on, on some things to help the people, things that have helped us. Who are you, Mr. Mobley? Entrepreneur. Philanthropist. Is that how you say it? Philanthropist? Philanthropist. <laughs> Philanthropist. My, my tone won't do right for that, but entrepreneur, author, Amen. counselor, coach, and a man that just loves the Lord and want to please him. Likewise, I'm married for 27 years and six daughters, five grandbabies. Are you we all gonna talk about, about that? We're gonna talk about that later. <laughs> Y'all hold you hold yourself up. We're gonna talk about that later. But we're gonna move right on into it. Um and what we're gonna do is talk a little bit about who we are. Um and we're gonna talk about in the beginning. The the meat. The meat up. The the meat. When you saw me, <laughs> you was like, oh, he's so fine. When you saw me, what, what was the meat like with you? What was the meat? Ladies first? Sure. Okay. So when I met you, I saw you first at church. Mm-hmm. You were the bald head. Guy, light skinned dude in the choir. Mm. Yep, you were fine. You had a big old head, but you were real fine. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time I saw you. You know what they say about dudes got big old heads? You know, I think it's small feet. <laughs> we got big old heads, they geniuses. Watch oh, yourself. okay, okay, Watch okay, yourself. okay. Okay, I'm Watch sorry. Watch yourself, and you go find okay. yourself on the side while this money train keep rolling now. Keep watching yourself. Okay, I'm sorry. Right, right. Okay, 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 okay. Big heads have, you know, genius minds. Um, So that's when I first saw you, I think. I don't think I met you, actually. uh, Met you, came face-to-face with you on that day. I think I just saw you. And I thought you were a nice-looking dude. Okay, so let's remind the people. We were, what, 14? 14 years old. 14 when we met. Wow. Yeah. It was the summer before ninth grade. 
Yeah. So we were real young. Yep. So what did you think when you saw him? I told you. I thought you was fine. I know. I just wanted to hit it. Yeah, you just wanted Listen, to hit it. Listen, so the first time I saw you, I said, God darn, she got a big old bouquet on. Oh. You probably didn't say darn, but okay. I probably didn't, right. but that's what I said. She got a little waist. And she got a big old booty. <laughs> and then she turned around when I finally looked at her face. I said, she kind of cute, too. No, I was real fine. Ooh, and she kind of cute, yeah, too. So I, was I real said, fine. okay. I said, okay. So how did we go from, ooh, you fine to, <laughs> how did we go from, ooh, you fine to, would you be my wife? Wow. That was a that was a journey. That was a that was a, a. It was it was crazy. It was good, but it was a journey. Because that was what we were fourteen, and so that was fourteen when we met, and we got married at nineteen. Dang. So that was what about six years. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like five years, almost six years when we got from meeting to marriage. Yeah. Yeah. So this so. this is the tired thing. So I I my family, we big on family and you know, I am a big family man. But at that time I I wanted to be out there for a little bit, just to dip my toe in the water. A little bit. Dip my toe in different Well, that water. wasn't until later. That wasn't until you were about maybe 18. So that yeah. was a few years in. Yeah. And I yeah. want y'all, I want America to know she wouldn't let me, all that I could do is hold her hand for a whole year. She wouldn't let me kiss her. That'd be correct. I see no lies there. So I started It wasn't around. my intention. I stuck around because I was curious what she was holding back from me. Didn't know what it would what, what it you you know I just right you got to kiss her a year later and I said so there you have I've it I've been waiting on this time for this no I ain't say yeah it. I know you didn't say that <laughs> whatever yeah so but that that that's why it happened though yeah and and I don't even think it was intentional it's just it just happened like that yeah and um, we really only saw each other uh, every Sunday. Yeah. At church, so because we lived on different parts of town. Yeah. Big that that was the big change. Um so fast forward a little bit, we met at fourteen. It was the beginning of high school, middle school, high school. High school, the summer before. All the way through high school, high school grade. sweethearts. Um, right before we got ready to graduate, you you got pregnant. We got pregnant. Mm -hmm. um, with our first daughter, Brianna, and I'll never forget that phone call. You remember that phone call? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You want me to tell you why I remember it? Because <laughs> you acted like you never slept with me. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. Let me tell you how funny this is. So 
me and my homeboy, we was in the room. And you remember back in the day, y'all, in the 80s, you you know, you and your homeboy, y'all used to be in the room with your shirt off, and you might be finna go outside or something and do something, but you want to buff up right quick. So you jump down and do some push-ups and do some curls. You know, we doing all one-hand push-ups and stuff, and then we just start talking about life. I don't know how we got there. But then he would just, we were just naming our people in school who, you know, was on their third child. And, you know, this dude had this big, you know, he had a big basketball career ahead of him. And, you mm -hmm. know, now he just, God darn, man, he ain't, you know, he got kids and stuff. Now, you know, what he got, what he going to do, or football or whatever the case is. And in the middle of while we were talking, I answered the phone, my phone rang. And I said, what's up, babe? That would be me. Yeah. I was calling. I said, what's up, babe? She said, um, I'm pregnant. <laughs> I said, can I call you right back? <laughs> yeah, that's a true story. And I hung up the phone. She said, can I call you right back? I hung up the phone. And oh, I looked at the phone for was, a minute like, it was. can I call you right back? And I hung the phone up. When I tell you <laughs> a life-changing moment, I can't even explain. My homeboy was looking at me, talking, big dude, what's, what's wrong? I said, man, that chick just called me and told me she's pregnant. And let me, let me tell you, I'm, I'm going to tell you, he, he's still my friend to this day. Yeah. He's a childhood friend. He's still my brother. But this is what he asked me. Let me explain to you how, how us men sometimes react to stuff, especially when we good friends, family. Like, you know, we, we don't want our boy to be in a situation like that, so we just try to think of a strategy. But, you know, most men, we, we need a little bit of time to think. We can't just go straight off the, the cuff. So this is what he said to me. Back it up a little bit. I said, man, she just called me and told me she pregnant. He said, huh? I said, yeah. Um, it's yours? <laughs> now, let, let me explain something. Me and Deidre spent every moment. We did the whole thing back in the eight. See, these kids don't know nothing about court, courting and all that stuff now. Back in the day, we talk on the phone until we fell asleep. We and did. then we woke up and then we would wake the other person up when we heard them snoring and say, hey, babe. Hey, babe, wake up. Wake up. We go get something to eat. We start talking again. That's how, that's how we were. Right. So... When we wasn't on the phone, we was always together. Yeah. So we it was. School to be together. It was impossible. A whole lot. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. Right now, right now, I don't see how we ain't got 75 kids. Right. That's I don't understand. Yeah. It was just that it was a it was a lot, and I think God had His hand and His grace on us, even in that moment right there. We were like some dogs in heat. <laughs> We were at hotels if, yeah, more than we were at school. It was ridiculous. But that that's what happened. I said, he said that. <laughs> then I had to go and tell my parents, because my, my whole little world was shook. 
So my whole demeanor, posture, walk, everything was different from that moment on. So immediately when I walked out the room, my parents said, what? what's wrong with you? I said, um, Deidre said she pregnant. Now, this we're gonna talk about this in another series, but I I don't know why dudes say so and so say they pregnant like it's a myth or something like and it might not be true. Joker, you knew you was there, you knew you was there. So what is you talking about? She says she pregnant like it's a myth, but that's what I said. I said Deidre says she pregnant, and another man in my family. Your daddy said. <laughs> Sorry, Jay. <laughs> Love him. That's my heart. My dude say, the baby yours? I said, uh, exactly. Go cut my grass. Don't worry about it. Go cut my grass. So I went outside to cut his grass, and miraculously, I started feeling better because at this time, in my mind, I was thinking all I got to say, I guess I was thinking it was a myth too, because all I got to say is the baby ain't mine, and I guess everything was gonna disappear. Well, that's not what happened. So, fast forward to some more. You did say the baby wasn't yours. I, I did. Okay. You wanted this. I mean, I just need to put that out there because you told the story, right? Exactly. Still that was my part of it, guys. So when I came home a couple of days later, because I don't think he ever called me back. Uh, I told you I could call you back. But a couple days later, when I came home from school, my mom said, um, Johnny's mom called today and said that he doesn't think the baby is his. And so the funny thing about it was, and I think I, we were talking about this the other day. The funny thing about that was, is that I think normally you would think that a, a girl at that point would hate a guy if they disowned, you know, their child. But at that point, at that moment, I knew that you were scared, so that's why you reacted how you did. Yeah. So I, I, and I think never you disliked you or hated you because of it. I think you knew that wasn't who I was. Yeah, right. So I, I, I do believe that you was a little confused while I was doing that. But I was. you knew... You knew that wasn't who I was. Right. It it scared me, and imme immediately I started thinking I'm not gonna be able to do the the things that I said I was gonna be able to do. I set goals. I got things I want to do. I I want to travel. I got a whole lot of stuff, you know. So my whole thing was, I just got to keep living my life, um, and we'll see where the chips may fall. So during this time, I went to um, I left. I did what, we, what they call a split option. So I joined the military, and during my 11th grade year, I went to school, That's and that summer. summer, I went to basic training, and then came back. So me and a friend of mine, we went basic training together. So we went to basic training. This was, I told, you know, mom and daddy, hey, you know, baby ain't mine. This is what it is. Let's roll on. They kissed me and everything. We was good. So I'm going off to boot camp. Can't. Talk on no phone, no nothing. Every now and then you get a little phone call. Y'all, now, men and women respond to stuff different. Now, my mama, from the jump, to back the, the rewind to the part where my daddy asked me if the baby was mine, 
and nothing concrete was definitely said. He, we just kind of rushed through the situation. My mama had that look on her face, like, "Boy, what?" It's a bit because she knew those were lies. Thank you. So, my beautiful, beautiful oldest child, the princess of my life, Brianna, was born. Needless to do, I have to say, she came out looking exactly <laughs> like me. So I'm at boot camp. We get a chance to call home. I want to talk to family. I call my parents' house. Guess who answered the phone? Tell her. She did. <laughs> I was there. So at this time, I feel... Completely betrayed because I told the group, this ain't my baby. Why is the culprit that carried the baby, you ain't thought I was going to say that, you ain't thought I was going to say it. Why is the culprit that was carrying the baby in the house answering the phone? That means she got levels of clearance that she ain't supposed to have. Why is she here I, I answering the phone? But I need to remind you of something. I had met you, and when I met you at 14, I met your family as well. So I had become a part of the family. You're right. Because at this point, I was, what, 17? Yeah. Yeah. So I had became friends with your sisters and your parents. Yeah. So well, I had access. You. you just didn't want me to have the access because you want, had to, you had to live, live out that lie. I was trying to. Y'all yeah. wouldn't let me do it. Yeah. Y'all wouldn't let me you do it. You had to live out that lie. So... Here's how it go. We go replay it. Ring, 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 ring. I said ring, 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 ring. Hello? Hello? Mom? Mama? No, this is Deidre. Deidre? Yeah, hold on. What the? Why is she asking my mama phone? It's my mama. Hello? Mama? <clears throat> hey, baby. Mama, why Deidre answer the phone? Boy, this is my house. I, anybody who I want to answer the phone. Mama, and I told you that baby was not mine. Johnny, this D baby look just like you. How you doing? I'm fine. You doing okay? Yes, ma'am. You want to talk to your daddy? Yeah, let me talk to my daddy. Daddy, hey, son. Daddy, why they to the house? Boy, the baby looked just like, God, no, they got you too? Yeah, no. <laughs> no. That's how I was feeling, y'all. So, at, so like at this point, and, and, and here, here's the thing. When it comes to real life stuff that happens, one, and this is a side note, one of the things that men are known for is disappearing. And they feel like if it's out of sight, out of mind type thing. But because you leave does not mean what you've, what your seed, where you put your seed at is not going to grow. So regardless yeah. of what that may be, if you don't deal with it, whatever it is, it's going to grow. Yeah. And it's, it's going to get big enough. And then one day it might come looking for you. That's just a side note. We get into that later. But yeah. back on the story. So. All that went down, and I came home. Came home. I was even finer than what I was before because I done My been God. basic. 
So I'm just chiseled up and and yeah. just I'm just all you're just that. Just gonna sit in and toot your own horn. You did you did look nice, but you I would never tell you that. Yeah, you 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 yeah. was hating. No, I wasn't hating you because I didn't hate you. You say oh, yeah. a little bit. Okay, whatever. But I came back, and here's the thing. How fast, how quick was it when I came back, we got back together? We didn't get back in together until uh, right before, a couple months before graduation. And this was in so 91? This was in 90. She was born June of 90. So, so we didn't get back together until the following year. But here's here's the kicker. Brianna was at the house, and I walked in. I I was very 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 uncomfortable because now now what I was doing and how I was acting in fantasy where I can be off away from the situation. Now I was head on looking at the situation in their face, and how was I gonna act? So when I walked in. She was on the floor, and I, I remember walking by her, and I went to put my stuff by now. And I walked back, and I hugged my mom and my daddy, and all both of them was looking at me like, Joker, you see her? And I looked down at Brianna, and when I looked down at her, she raised her hands up to me, and that was the end of it. Didn't fight it no more. Wasn't nothing. So the person that I was trying to betray that I was trying to give birth to for whatever reason, it never, it never happened. It never grew strong enough because, I mean, I knew what the real, I knew what the real situation was. So, you know, I, and this is a side note too, I got a book out called GPS of a Man's Journey. And in that book, I talk about how fear can stop a man's movement. Listen, in this world, it's a lot of things that we come against um, men and women, but one of the things that will stop a man from moving is fear. Fear of failing, fear of the unknown, fear of, and I know you're probably saying women go through the same thing, but y'all response is a lot different. Some of y'all But I think you felt like you had to live out that because that was the, the, the lie that was told at that moment. So you had to stick to your guns. Well, and I I didn't I, because of fear. I I didn't want it to be true because yeah. I I was. You had a plan, and I was nineteen, eighteen. However, you told me that I was a part of that plan. I was a part of your future. Yeah, right. And the babies was later. Well, then don't have relations with me without protection. Don't let me have relations. <laughs> All right, I'm going to let that roll. Okay, let okay, that roll. okay, we're coming back, guys. I'm going to so, let that roll. Needless so, to say, you know, you met her maybe like a couple months after she was born. I met her and fell completely in love with her and in love back with you, which I don't think I never stopped loving you. But you didn't, you didn't let that be known at first. No. No. But I fell in love was with the entire, <laughs> the entire, the <clears> entire... <throat> picture of family um i knew i was gonna be a family man i knew i was gonna be have a big family um didn't know who i was gonna be married to until i met you 
And I think Brianna, Brianna's birth was the catalyst. Her being formed in your womb was the catalyst of my change. Well, I ain't gonna even say change. I would say to to push, push me to man up yeah. into who I'm yeah. really supposed to be. Yeah. So it was yeah. either I could have, and if I if we didn't if we didn't have Brianna, then there's no telling where I'd have been there. I always tell you if I'd have played football professional, you always say you'd have been in my life, but. Lord Jesus, I ain't no telling how many kids out there. Well, whatever way, I was gonna be in your life. Yeah, I know you told me. Yeah, that. voluntarily or involuntarily. The NFL would have just that would have just. Ugh. I'd have been working at Walmart and by two other jobs. You're crazy. Trying to pay child support. So fast forward, uh, that's baby number one. Um, this is still a part of the, um, I guess, going towards the. Will you be my husband? Will you be my wife? Scenario because we did get back together eventually, right before what was that in '91, right before uh, graduation. Um, yeah, I thought that you were still playing, trying to play with other girls, women, <laughs> young girls, and uh, I got a whiff of the fact that you may have given one of them a ride because I don't think I had ever really fully, you know, I had always been the. Okay, Johnny. Yes, Johnny. Okay, Johnny. Never, like, I guess contradicting anything you said or whatever, because I just wanted to be with you that much, or we just wanted us to be, you know. And so when I found that out, I think I, I, think I found my voice or my backbone, if that makes sense. And I remember that conversation, because I called you and I was like, listen, so-and-so just called me and told me, you know, you gave so-and-so a ride. Is that true? Well, well, but, 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 okay, okay. So we playing these games now. And I think I told you, I was like, yeah, I've, matter of fact, I remember that verbatim. Why do I remember that? Because that was many moons ago. But I, I remember I said to you, I said, um, I've been your fool for a long time. And, and up until now, I still was. However, I'm not going to be it no more. So you I don't just, even know what you was talking about. You can just about. go ahead and do what you want to do. I don't even know what you was you talking You know what about. I was talking about. You can go ahead and be nasty with these nasty girls all you want. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not going to be here for it. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. And and let me tell y'all something, sis, sus, sus, and misters. I got me a ring a couple weeks later. <laughs> I got me a ring and a marriage proposal on the day of graduation, on the evening of graduation. Yeah. 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 It was, it was. He was forced. No, I ain't going to say you were forced, but. No, yeah, I it wasn't just, forced. It just, it just, it was, it shifted for it us. It was, it was the inevitable happening. I mean, it was going to happen. And I think where, where sometimes because of the fear and what you think, and, and, and this is something else. Don't have a plan in your mind and you don't have the details of the plan, but you got the actual destination of the plan and where you want to go at. And then that's all you work with. Because you got the, dest the, the destination and don't have the details down to actually work the details to get you to that destination. 
if you got a destination of where you want to be at and you have no detailed plans, then you just doing whatever. And whatever Hoping can turn in. Yeah, and whatever yeah. can turn in yeah. to something else. Kids, accidents, diseases, imprisonment. It, it can turn into a lot of different stuff. So have a detailed plan. The word says, write the... What is that? Write the vision, make a plan. Write the vision, make a plan. I, I lost my... Couldn't remember the vision part. But write the vision and make it plain. A lot of people try to take God's word and, and turn it into something that's deeper than what it needs to be. His word is inside all of us. It just needs to be activated. So when you hear certain things, you either push it off because you don't want to do the church thing or whatever the case is for whatever reason. But his word is simple, and it's the guideline to our life. So we write the vision now, and we make it plain, and we got a whole lot of fruit from it. And I ain't just talking about the babies. I'm talking about other stuff. We've been fruitful. Yeah. And, and... You know, we pray about, we pray about, our prayer life has changed a lot. Um, we, we pray for houses and money and a lot of different stuff. So now our prayer life has changed to praying for wisdom and the knowledge of Christ and understanding that our life is, is not our life. It's, it's, it's God's life. And he has the plan and the future for it. And he knows what it's supposed to be. So the best thing I can do is try to walk it out the best way I can. Now, I don't do that all the time. Um, and it's, it's definitely not perfect. But that's what I love so much about God. He don't want me to be perfect. He just want me to love him and try. And that's what I do. And I just we just get better every day as we try and go through trials and tribulations. So moving on to the next part. Um. So now we into the husband and wife thing. We get married. We get married. March of '92. We got babies. Oh. And well, we have one baby before we actually get oh, married. Another baby. But the baby's coming. Well, she came before we got married. Talk about Kira. No, Paige. Oh, oh Paige. Yeah. Yeah. So got married to Paige, and I that was another one. I was scared, so I was just. I used to just, people used to, I'm telling you, boy, it's people in your life <laughs> that you be thinking, boy, they be coming to say stuff. I got to, you got to know who you are and who you with. I know my wife. I knew her then, so I know her. So we was talking about this earlier. If you know somebody, somebody from the outside can't come in and say something about the person you know as if you don't know them. I had somebody from the outside come and say, hey, uh, you sure that baby, yo, that baby got gray eyes? I said, gray eyes? Then I look. Here we go again. Y'all, I, I don't think, Dita said she think her eyes was gray. I think because that seed was planted in my head, her eyes was gray. Well, you know, baby's eyes change colors. Yeah. So her eyes were gray at first. Yeah, so. Yeah. And then, But this the thing. 
you know, I was thinking, because, you know, Deidre, back in the day, she had, you know, liked Caucasian men, so. <laughs> she liked my Caucasian. That Cauc- was middle school. She liked the Caucasian brother every now and then, you know. I ain't mad school. at y'all Caucasians. That was middle my, school, sir. But you you, you liked my brothers, so I ain't mad at it, but that crossed my mind. That just, it's just, oh, when I think about it, it's just so crazy. It is crazy. And then I looked at Deidre and I asked her. After I done put her through the first thing with, with Brianna, I asked her, was the baby mine? And y'all, if looks could kill you, I would not be here right now. I, did you ever answer me? I don't even think you even answered me. I may not have. However, I knew that the stare, age was yours. The stare, oh, that stare was just... If you did ask me, I don't even think I stayed. I think I, I just said, is Paige mine? And then you looked up at me like, and I think I said, never mind. Never mind. Don't, don't yeah. even answer that. Because you knew that. she was yours. But, you know, like you said, other influences trying to come in. Yeah. And Paige was actually born early. Yeah. So um, what we didn't tell you all was that uh, on his graduation night, um, well, the next day after graduation, as he went, he was leaving to go to basic training. And so we had to take him to the bus station oh, no. uh, that that afternoon. And so we did. And so a relationship that he was in prior to us getting back together, um, uh, he found out that day. I didn't find out till later, um, but he found out that day that she was pregnant. And so... Um, that's why when we first started, I said, I have five babies from him. He has five children from me, but he has another daughter from someone else who I also consider to be my daughter as well. Um, but so she was born. Uh, February. February. So like what? Four months? February. Of yeah. 90, 92. How old is she? Yeah, she was born February of 92. So we had Paige in November of 91. Kira was born February of 92. Yeah. So that kind of throws some people off. Um, so, yeah, so that's, that's, so now that's, we're, we're married and we're about um, 20 at this point, I think. Yeah. Yeah, about 20 with three kids. Bless the Lord. And didn't have a clue. Of course, you know, Kira lived with her mom, but. Um, so yeah, we, we were newly married, fresh off the streets married, but I, the one thing, the one, the one thing that I really do remember about that time when we, you know, when you talk about writing a vision, making it plain, we wrote goals like, whoa, our goals were crazy. Our goals were, people would probably laugh at them now, but our goals was, we gonna buy a microwave. We gonna pay cash for it. We gonna buy us a microwave. You know, we're going to buy us a table set and we're yeah. going to put it in the apartment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're going we gonna to pay our bills on time. They come in, we pay them. They come in, we pay them. They come in, we pay them. No, you even, we wasn't, you know, laying over until the next month to pay them or whatever. Bills was coming, you know, light bill come, we pay it. Water bill come, we pay it. You know, car note come, we pay it. You know, we were, we thought we was really doing something. And, I mean, which at that point we were. But the, but this is the thing. <clears throat> it just like I said before, it wasn't a. It's not that we planned that. Right. So. Right. What we did was, 
what we had in front of us to, from the decisions that we made yeah. and the things that manifest when we had our kids, we had to look at that and say, okay, what we got to do now? Our mindset had to change. Nobody really told us or taught us how to do it. We just went by from what we saw. Um, yeah. And, you know, we saw different things growing up. Yeah. So that's all we had. Yeah. So, yeah, we had to start somewhere. So the microwave thing was a real that live goal. Yeah, that was real big. We for saved us. to get a microwave. When we <laughs> bought the microwave, we cooked everything in the microwave. It's right. Popcorn, <laughs> bread, eggs, grits, everything. everything. It didn't matter. Yeah. But that was an yeah. exciting time for us. And I think I think that's what our our growth process began once that started happening. And I think more more than anything, what I learned is once we put our heads together and we focus and be on the same time on be on the same side, it wasn't nothing that we couldn't do. Yeah. You know, but we had to start somewhere. Right. Where we at now and what our thinking and vision is now is completely different than what it was then. So but he had to start us out somewhere. Somewhere, yeah. Because we were we were flowing really, really well. So much so that, you know, November of ninety two what happened? You had more time. Oh, I had more. <laughs> what are you talking about? You we had. We did had. Did you say I had more? No, I you didn't. Had, but because we I think, had. I think with the apartment, with the marriage, with everything, it came with like a newfound freedom. Yeah. So I was when you when when you first came over and you moved with us and we did get married. I was working nights. You know, and so I made enough to carry us. So I was working nights while you kept the girls. Right. And so you weren't working as of yet. Um, and so we were free. We were free. I we ain't were had to in, sneak in a hotel. We ain't had to sneak in no more hotels because oh, we were married. Jesus. And our marriage bed was very busy. <laughs> it seemed like every time we turned around, we were I, pregnant. I slept when she went to work, and she slept when she went to work. And then when she came home, <laughs> she was on her desk job. Exactly. We had many relations. So, uh, you know, uh, so later in on November. that year, in November uh, 92, here come the twins. Which we didn't know they we were didn't twins. We didn't know they were twins. Until you were eight oh, months. Oh, my Lord. I was seven months. Seven months. Yeah. So all the doctor kept saying was, she was big. She's, she's real big. Yeah. And I was like... Yeah, because it's a boy. A big, healthy boy. My boy come out playing ball. That's what we do. As Mobley's. I'm a junior. That's what we do. Me and my daddy high five, and we go have a boy. And I'll never forget, we went to a doctor, doctor appointment, and we went in there. By this time, you know, Deidre. Now, let me tell you, I've never been around another woman who's been, I guess, pregnant and been with them except my wife. When I tell you, how you handled pregnancy throughout I don't know if it was because you were young or I don't know but what But you it know was. I didn't do well with that pregnancy if you remember. Remember? Cuz we we found out that we were pregnant yeah. because we came to Savannah. Oh yeah. And we got the 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 yeah. test. And then I told you I didn't want to be pregnant. Yeah. Remember? 
And she was and trying we to left go out of, She was trying to be depressed, but I was gonna choke out, y'all. We we left we left from getting the pregnancy. That is a lie. You will be pulled up out of this. We this we left from the pregnancy from getting the test done at this at this house that did you know um, pregnancy tests and counseling and yeah. stuff like that. And it was right across the street from the abortion <laughs> clinic. At this point, y'all, I was kind of scared in so, my life. I think it's one of the one of I, the most. We were actually twenty, and I told him. That I did Tied. not want no more kids because we already had, we had two, actually three, because Kira was still in, you know, in the picture, but yep. she wasn't living with us. We don't need no more babies, and I don't want to be pregnant. We left out of the 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 place, the place from getting the pregnancy test from that confirmed that we were pregnant, and we were right across the street from the abortion clinic. Johnny went walking to the car, and I took a beeline and went to the abortion clinic and got a pamphlet. So. Let me explain this this feeling. So we walking out. I'm talking, chatting with her, and say, "Babe, you know, just let's let's we, we gonna be all right. You know, I, I know I ain't the one carrying the baby and all this other stuff." Now, while I'm doing this, I hear the door open. This the door to the abortion clinic. I look at it. It's Deidre walking in the abortion clinic. I'm across the street looking at her, and I just begin to pray. I said, "Lord, Lord, I." Lord, I need you to turn this around, this situation around. Please, please don't let her kill my baby. I think we were 19. Please don't let her kill the baby. So I stood out there. But I came back out. I just went in to get a pamphlet. About five minutes later, she came back out, and she came back walking across the street. I was like, thank you, Jesus. And I looked, and we got in the car. I know she got in the car, and we got in the car, and it was real quiet. And you remember what I said to you? On the way home, you said it was quiet, yeah. and you said to me, um, I think you said something along the lines of, um, you know, I know it's your body, but please don't kill my baby. Yeah. And I was just thinking, like, Negro, this <laughs> is my body, and I we we got babies at the house. I don't yeah. want no more babies. Yeah. And at that point, we didn't even know. And so I went back to this part to share this part. Because we we hadn't turned twenty yet, we were we were actually still nineteen, and it was a matter of it was a matter of it was a matter of just um, it was a matter of even though we were married, I was still scared, um, and so what happens in that is I didn't want to be pregnant again, and so. If you recall, remember I was sick. I was sick every day, all day, yeah. for seven months, and I didn't. I wouldn't go to the doctor. So that first time we went to the doctor at the at seven months, I didn't even know how far along I was. I finally broke down and went to the doctor, and I was in preterm labor. I was threatening labor, and we were at the doctors like all day, and they were getting ready to let us go home. But then we were at the clinic, and then they told us they wanted us to go to Memorial and get an ultrasound. So it was there that we found out that we were pregnant with twins. And they didn't let you leave. And they didn't let me leave. And so for that eighth month, I was in, for that seventh month, complete seventh month, I was a resident of Memorial Hospital. Yeah. So, but when they when, when the twins were born, I, I was in the military still. Um, I was in National Guard. And I think when you were having them, me it and was my, a Saturday me and morning, dad, y'all me and my were dad at drill. Was at drill. Mm-hmm. And then they called us and said you was having a baby. And when we got there, I think they was rolling Bridget out at the time. And then 
the doctor did say one of them was a boy and one of them was a girl. And well, that was went, a lie. Cause when both... I went around to the window, it said Mobley girl and then it said Mobley girl. And I said, hey, man, y'all got the wrong sign. And one of them supposed to be Mobley girl with Mobley boy. And she was like, no, that's two Mobley girls. There was another baby in there, but no. supposed to be a boy. No, it wasn't. It was so. So there was a, there was another two two girls added to our yeah. already three that we had. And then our but, sweet sweet Johnisha, Lord Jesus. But you know, can I share just really quick the blessing in that? Yeah. Even in that experience with me not having any prenatal care and everything, the doctors did share with us that I think two more sets of twins were born that weekend. Remember oh, that? Yeah. And each one of those families lost one of their babies. Yeah. But we were able to take... Brittany went home when I did, and I think Bridget came home a couple of days later. But we were blessed to be able to take our girls, both babies, home with yeah. us. So even at that point, you know, we knew that, you know, God's hand was on us. And he covered He covered us because I, I had no prenatal care. We know that now. We yeah. didn't know that then. We didn't know that. Yeah, of course. I was just we, crazy. Yeah, we just, we yeah. just thought... And real quick, we're going to talk about John Nisha, and then we're going to end on a on a great note. So, um, John Nisha, the April baby, Lord. So this is now 94, because they wouldn't tie my tubes when I had the twins, because they told me I wasn't 21 yet. Yeah. So therefore, no tubes tied. So we had John Nisha, and her name was supposed to be Johnny, and... I, I wouldn't let them do that. I left the hospital and I said her name is going to be Johnny. I don't have a son, so I want her name to be Johnny. She's the baby. J-O-H-N-N-I-E. That's how I spell my name. That's what I wanted. I left. Had to do some stuff. Everything was going good. Go pick the wife and the baby up. We at the house. We chilling with the kids. I opened a little birth certificate. I look at the birth certificate. Guess what it say? Johnny. Sure. She put S-H-A it on the end of it. I like, it was the paperwork from the this hospital. this joker here, she and done changed the baby name. That she still has your name, sweetie. Therefore, her name is Janisha. And she was our last baby. And she was spoiled then, and she's still spoiled to this Absolutely day. Absolutely, totally. Yeah. So, so. we're going to end this, this session. Um, just giving y'all a little bit to get y'all to know a little bit more about That's us. That's who we are. We're going to definitely keep it going, and we're going to build off of this and go into the, some more um, in-depth stuff about relationships, um, about choices. choices, about the difference between love and like. You need both of them. Um, God, spiritual relationships, um, a lot of sex. stuff. Yeah. So I like you. We I definitely, you. We definitely will be talking about the perceptions and the expectations, expectations on our next session. Yeah. We thank y'all so much for listening. Yeah. Thank y'all for taking the time. Thanks for tuning in. To Pillow Talk a moment with the Mobleys. I am Johnny Mobley Jr. And I'm Deidre Mobley, his wife. And we are Ordinary a Couple. With extraordinary purpose. Have a great evening. Have a great evening. Night-night.